Factory 91.5. That's Shane and Shane with Winter Snow. And uh, that one featured Dinah right from the album A Worship Initiative Christmas, Volume 1, here on Victory 91.5. Thanks so much for stopping by and allowing me to be part of your day. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning. I'm going to ask you what you're looking at on those social media scrolls. Yeah, who you're scrolling with. <laughs> it is important to know who you're following, who you're friending, because those impacts of the, the time that you spend in that arena, uh, it's almost more impactful than in real life. So, who's challenging you? Who's encouraging you? Well, a friend of mine, through Voice in the Kingdom, many conversations, former NFL player, speaker, author, Sterling Harris. He has a social media handle, Sterling Harris Ministries, aptly named, but he posted the text recently, look around you. Ministry isn't just what happens inside of some walls at a church. It's what happens in your everyday life. You've been given people. You've been given a ministry. And then he added in a video saying, your life is your ministry. Whether you are in the home place, marketplace, or school space, you can be the Jesus every day that people need to experience. You might be the only Bible that someone ever reads. Understand. You don't have to do church or ministry things to be in ministry. Your light speaks. Your life is the greatest sermon that will ever be preached. So I want to encourage you. Your life is your ministry. And I will echo that. Whether your platform is a microphone at a radio station or standing at the door of a Walmart greeting people as they enter with a smile, your ministry is where your feet are. Your ministry is where you take Jesus, and guess what? He's with you always. So everywhere you are, you're in a mission field. Everywhere you are, you represent a forever kingdom family. You're a joint heir with Christ. If you've believed and received and proclaimed Jesus as Lord, yes, your life is your ministry. Your everyday encounters. Can people tell? that you've been with Jesus. Remember, he said, you will be known as my disciples by your love. Victory 91.5, enjoying some wonderful anointed worship music along with some anointed worship music that celebrates the Christmas season the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, I'm going to quote Jesus right now from John 15. Verse 11, it says, I've told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. And then he goes into verse 15 saying, I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the father told me. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my command. Love each other. Never can say enough that the commandment is to love one another in the way that we have been loved by Jesus. 
by the Father. Keep that in mind as the hustle and bustle of the season start to catch up to you. First of all, try not to let it, you know. <laughs> but as the inevitable season rush comes around, settle in to the everlasting arms of Jesus and rest in him and allow that to dictate how you love. Community-supported, listener-funded Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy, and this is Q in the Morning on your Sound of Revival. If you haven't been on this particular ride with me before and gone over the edge, well, these are usually stories that are outside the mainstream or something a little fun or interesting, sometimes a world record, sometimes something that just makes you go... Hmm. <laughs> but all of them definitely over the edge. Well, we are going to take a look at a world record today, and it is our favorite record breaker from Idaho, David Rush, and he always does his world records in an attempt to promote STEM education, science, technology, engineering, and math. Now, this particular one took him several attempts and multiple close calls before he was finally able to break this record. And by the way, this record is his 251st world record. That in itself is over the edge, but this one I thought was interesting because the Guinness World Record folks set this record uh, for him because there was no one else that had ever attempted this. And they set the record of throwing a paper airplane to hit a target at 19.68 feet. So I'm curious how they came up with the 19.68, but that's kind of beside the point for this particular story. But anyway, that's the record that he was supposed to beat because that's what they set it at. And not to be outdone, David Rush, the man with now 251 Guinness World Records from Idaho, threw a paper airplane 49.21 feet and hit a target. It landed in a bucket, almost 50 feet away. Even after several attempts and multiple close calls, he was able to get it done. Through a paper plane, 49.21 feet and into a bucket to earn him the world record for the farthest distance to hit a target with a paper airplane and giving him his 251st world record. To me, that is over the edge. Victory 91.5, your sound of revival. That was Matt Redman wrapping up another anointed set of worship music. And that was the name of Emmanuel. Ryan Ellis before that, New Wine Flow, Cody Carnes, Be Glad. And I am glad that I'm getting the opportunity to spend part of my day with you. Now, a moment ago, we were talking about it being the day that Albert Barnes was born on in 1798. He contributed in many areas of revival and Christian education and is known for his notes on the Old Testament and notes on the New Testament. So, bringing you a quote of the day from Albert Barnes, actually two of them, I couldn't decide. <laughs> the first one says, 
Life, if properly viewed in any aspect, is great, but mainly great when viewed in its relation to the world to come. Hmm. The world that we are promised <laughs> by the Savior coming and dying for us, taking our place so that we could be seen as righteous and part of the family. So yeah, properly put that in your worldview. Now, the other quote from Albert Barnes today is, it does not require great learning to be a Christian and be convinced of the truth of the Bible. It requires only an honest heart and a willingness to obey God. It's a powerful perspective. We think oftentimes that it's all the learning that we do and the things we can quote and the people we can say we're around that can quote and learn. <laughs> but are we obeying what the creator of the universe laid out for us? Do we have an honest heart reflecting Jesus because of the power of the Holy Spirit? Those are two powerful perspectives from Albert Barnes for your quote of the day. Another great one from Wren Collective from their Jolly Irish Christmas albums. That one from Volume 2 called Today is the Savior's Day here on Victory 91.5. Had David Dunn before that and Alyssa Jordan as well. And another great set of anointed worship music here on Victory 91.5. We are defined by worship. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning. We're going to pray to cover this hour from Psalm 4. So if you have the opportunity to be turned there in your actual physical Bible, if you have one, or if you've got your Bible app and an ability to open that up right now, if you're not driving, otherwise, you know, I've, I've got you. I'm going to read it here in just a second. But I want you to um, be ready to pray with us. That's part of shifting the atmosphere in worship to come to a point of conversation with the Savior, with the Father, with the Holy Spirit. Psalm 4, verse 6, it says, Many people say, Who will show us better times? Hmm. Let your face smile on us, Lord. You've given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and new wine. In peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. As again, for David, many of his prayers and psalms and songs or him questioning the Lord, where are you? Why are you letting the enemy have this advantage over me? Or why are you letting them scorn me? Where are you? But he always came back to these remembrances of you are great, Lord. I will be at peace. You give me joy. I will praise your name forever. All of these notions in ourselves, in our carnal selves, we we have our times that we've got to cry out. And he knows. That's why he told us to come to him and bring him the heavy burdens. He knows. Because Jesus had to live as a man as well. He created us. So even this, where David is, you know, having his moments, <laughs> coming back around in prayer, God is quick. To forgive and love. Father, we thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your love. We thank you that 
All of our better times, all of our good times are because of you. You smiling on us, Lord. There is no greater joy in this life or any other. No greater joy than being wrapped in the everlasting arms of the creator of the universe. So anyone that has their abundant harvests of whatever that may be for them in their brief happiness, Lord, it is in your peace, in your rest, that I will praise you for, that I will praise you either way. But we know that we are safe because of you. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you for loving us. We worship you, Jehovah. We lift you high. You are worthy of all praise and all glory. We thank you for allowing us to draw strength from your joy. So as you smile on us again today, we thank you for that and we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Right Victory House Worship on Victory 91.5. Love that song, Lean In. We often need that reminder because a lot of times as things get tough or seasons get longer than we expect, we kind of keep the Lord at arm's length in certain ways. But as we worship together in that song, we realize that leaning in is where we need to be. Finding that opportunity to be right up next to his heart. <laughs> that is the best way to pursue it, by the way, is being in that quiet place, in that waiting in him. Hmm. Well, in this last opportunity I have to ask you what you're looking at here on Q in the Morning, speaker, author, and pastor Eric Gilmore posted recently to social media in this same conversation that I'm actually having coming out of this song by Victory House Worship, see how the Lord does this. Uh, it says, Eric Gilmore said, the heart is fastened to God by trust. So as we are leaning in to trust him more, it fastens our heart to his. And that's when things get worked out for our good. That's when the power of the Holy Spirit is the strongest when we're right there leaning in, fastening our heart to his, lining our desires up with his based on our time in the word and in his presence. So even in this simple sentence posted to social media by Eric Gilmore, the heart is fastened to God by trust. This is why it is very important to pay attention to what you're looking at. But it all comes back to remind us that God's got you and God loves you.